The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, while we were in Limerick for our uh, outside broadcast last week, we decided to drop into Adair Manor, the five-star resort refurbished in the last five years by J.P. McManus and his family. Then the golf course was completely redesigned and it won the honour of hosting the Ryder Cup in 2027. I'm sitting in the luxury of the Lady Caroline Suite in Adair Manor. I don't think I've ever been in a bedroom or a boudoir quite like this. And the reason I'm here is to talk to Brendan O'Connor, the general manager of Adair Manor. Brendan, hello. Pat, how are you? Very welcome to Adair Manor. This is just a fabulous hotel, absolutely terrific. But it has an ancient history. How far back does it go? Oh, there's, been a, there's been a house or a chieftain home here since the 800s. But um, in 1832, I suppose, was one of the most significant occurrences. And um, the second Earl of Dunraven at the time, who was living in a beautiful period house of that era, um, well, he didn't decide to get gout, but he he took ill with some gout and he put his efforts towards building an incredible home for his family. It appears his wife was a bit tired of him moaning all the time and wanted him to find something to do. Yeah, he was an outdoors man and I think he was a housebound. So he took it upon himself for almost 30 years. There was a project begun in 1832 and it took almost 30 years to come to completion, which was the building of what Adair Manor is today, a neo-Gothic styled um, manor house. And they lived in it um, and the Dunraven family lived and owned it all the way up until the late 1970s. Now, we came right through the hotel or the manor, as it is called, and there are different elements that were built at different times, and yet the experience of passing through it is seamless. We closed Pat about seven years ago, and um, our current owners, the McManus family, are from here in County Limerick. Um, I suppose took what was a beautiful 1832 to 1860s building, which had there was an element in the 1980s was, which was built by previous owners, which converted it into a hotel. So it operated quite successfully as a hotel until seven years ago. And the refurbishment project that was undertaken then most recently added some more bedrooms. So there's different components. There's the original building from 1832. There's there's the building which added more bedrooms in the 80s and what we've done to the building today, which is our ballroom and some extra bedrooms. Everything was beautifully blended together. We worked with incredible craftsmen, architects and interior designers to ensure a very seamless experience and that there's no differentiating between being in a modern room or an old world room everything has the same love care and attention there's one feature that i believe is here but if i needed to get out of bed in the middle of the night for whatever reason and i didn't want to disturb herself lying in the really comfortable bed beside me what happens well we've tried our very best to think of all the creature comforts but in the middle of the night should you lay your feet next to your bed as you're getting out to perhaps use the restroom. Um, There's a very low level and gentle lighting that comes on to light your way to the bathroom without disturbing um, your guest. Well, this is so comfortable. I feel like uh, I need to lie down, but instead I want to see the rest. Will you bring us uh, for a look around? Absolutely. Pleasure. This is a wonderful room. It's smallish. What is it? Um, It's our library. So, Pat, it's um, located between our drawing room and our oak room. And it's, um, it's originally, it was actually the front door of the old manor house, and it was actually a hallway that connected two reception rooms. But um, over the years, it changed its own purpose, and it became a library. And now it just lends itself to being a really nice setting for private dinners. The original house, when it 
was up for refurbishment uh, just a few years ago. Um, what state was it in and how much of the original have you managed to keep? So the vision around the future of Dare Manor was um, to, to, to increase the, the room capacity and then to restore it back to um, as best possible condition. It was an incredible condition when it was taken on, but there was an opportunity to, I suppose, bring some uh, improvements to the building that would continue. I'm looking up, though, at a wonderful plaster ceiling. Mm, Original. original. Mm. And a lot of original features in the building have been preserved. Conservation architect would have worked with us through the restoration process um, and ensuring that those features were brought back to you know full health and restored. Um, incredible crafts people from all around Ireland were, were used to maintain the building. I'm looking down at the floor mm. upon mm. which we're standing, a, a herringbone timber floor. Is that original too? Original oak floor, so Adair, Ford of the oak is the is the derivative uh, of, of the word Adair. So tons of old oak trees on the estate. And in 1832, when they were building the house, a lot of the material, a lot of the wood used within the building came from the estate. So 300-year-old oak trees back then were felled and used as building materials. And the floor we're standing on was taken apart during the restoration, taken off site, the, the wood uh, refurbished, and each piece of herringbone was put back then in the exact same position as it was laid originally in the 1830s. Extraordinary. I never got it. A Dada, the A of the Oak, the Ford of the Oak. We've come through the Oak Room, so-called because it's literally covered in oak, panelled. We've come upstairs and we've entered a really long room. What is this, Brent? So this is the gallery. Um, this is where this was originally the living room of the Dunraven family and it was broken into three segments. Now it's a quite a long and narrow room. It's 140 foot long and it was inspired by a lot of their visits around Europe when they were designing the house. Um, so the Hall of Mirrors in the Palace of Versailles is what gave inspiration to the, the length and breadth of the room. Um, one end of the room is um, has some Flemish choir stalls in it. So on one of their travels to Europe, they took particular fancy to these that were in the cathedral, purchased them and got them shipped back to Ireland for this room particularly. And that kind of informed the whole sense of size and scale. As we made our way up here, I got the feeling I was in a castle, but you mm. say, no, no, no. It's not a castle. It's not a castle, it's a manor house. And I suppose we draw the distinction between the purpose of a castle and the purpose of a manor. And castles were traditionally built to keep people out. You had moats and it was a defensive building. Whereas manor house is a, is a home and that was designed to bring people in and welcome them. So that's always been a heritage around Adair Manor. It was always a family home to the Dunravens and it's where they always received guests. So we definitely lean more towards being a manor than, than saying that we're a castle. Alan, you've been here a long time. Yes, I came here in 1999. Now, that was before the Great Transformation. It was. Um, so when I came here in 99, it was a very well-regarded course. It was a Robert and Jones Senior course. And then, I suppose it was awe-inspiring at the time, but the big renovation then started when Mr McManus bought it in 2015, and the renovation itself started in 2016. Now, was the Ryder Cup a glint in JP's eye at the time? Do you think that was his ultimate aim? Well, I was. I, I actually was in his company one day and he kind of said in passing, wouldn't it be every course's dream to have a big event like the Ryder Cup? And then I suppose the call came in July 2019 to say that the actual Ryder Cup was coming here. I'm delighted to announce that the uh, 2026 Ryder Cup will be uh, staged in Ireland at Adair Manor in, uh, in County Limerick. The demands for a Ryder Cup are a bit different in the sense that 
everything is everything has to be tougher in the sense we have to narrow our fairways we have to grow our rough so the demands are really being placed from the European Tour on us to help secure a European win so what I mean by that is traditionally European courses they like to have narrower fairways and tougher rough because it's regarded that the European players are actually a lot more accurate than the American players so when the Ryder Cup's in America, the Americans cheat too? The Americans set it up to suit themselves. Now, what we are looking at now, we're looking at the, the manor itself, which yes. is a, a splendid building, and then the, the golf course kind of wraps around. So 18-hole course, as I say, two loops of nine, and both of them start and finish, both loops of nine start and finish literally in front of the manor house itself, yeah. Um, when the degree of difficulty is being designed into a course I mean there are probably some quite young trees now around the place are they designed for 2027 to to, you know present another degree of difficulty well one of the things I suppose about the estate is you know it's a big huge estate it's a big old estate I suppose the manor is there since the 1840s but um, we have a lot of mature trees on the course and then over the years and since the redevelopment we've added in some more trees so even recently as this year we've added in trees that one tree we added in was nine ton in weight and 14 meters tall so we're adding not young young trees but more mature trees than what you'd ordinarily get okay so they come with the root ball intact yeah, and they yeah, go to, yeah, into yeah, the ground yeah 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 so we had big crane operation and whatever to actually maneuver it and get it into position now how much water is on the course so the front nine is anchored by a 15-acre lake and then on the back nine it's the River Meg that runs through holes 11, uh, 14, 15, then there's another lake on 16 and then 18 then being the closing hole. That's the drama hole where you have to play over the, over the river for the drama of the 18th hole. Um, what's your worst nightmare in terms of the Ryder Cup? Rain. <laughs> Rain, stormy weather. Um, K Club were a little bit unlucky when they had the event and they had a big storm and they had a lot of a rain event. So we've no control over the weather, but we're doing everything in our power to help with our agronomic practices and help to help the sense that when people are here that um, they can flow through the estate easily and cleanly. I'm looking at the green here, and it's pristine. I was looking to see any foreign grasses had invaded the place, but no. No, and it's one of it's 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 one of the big challenges of golf course maintenance is to keep weed grasses, we call them, out of the place. But we're we're lucky in the sense that we've got a big workforce, and part of our winter closure then is getting the army out and literally plugging out any foreign grasses or native grasses that are there that we don't want there so it's part of our agronomic plan that December January you're just literally plugging out anything that's there because even on some of the top courses in Ireland uh, the the greens often can look like a patchwork of the different grasses yeah it was it was one of our concerns with regard the grass choice that we chose but I suppose we followed the latest technology and grass like IT and all that they all advance and so with the grass choice that we chose we chose a bent grass called Pure Distinction it's it's one of the modern bent grasses that are out there it's a super fine grass it's very very dense so the fact that it's so dense it actually helps to keep that weed grass at bay and I suppose then the fact that we have an army of people here that we literally spend December January and February plugging out any of the weed grasses that might be there 
So there they are, on their hands and knees with the tweezers. <laughs> Practically, yes. The manor itself is absolutely magnificent. Um, but you wonder, what happened when a lot of big houses were being burnt down in the War of Independence? Well, it's one of the nice stories about the manor that it was built in the 1840s, 50s and 60s and I think there was a huge labour force actually involved in building it and I suppose one of the nice stories was that the Dunravens at the time were such good landlords and and, uh, they were so well respected that I suppose the troubles just passed by Adair and the house was saved. Good afternoon ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Adair Manor. On the tea from the USA and I hope you won't mind me taking the liberty the one and the only Tiger Woods. I've just come in off the course and I'm sitting beside Annie McMahon, who's director of golf operations here. Um, it must be great to be king of an empire like this, a <laughs> golfing a, empire. It's a lovely empire to be part of, that's for sure. Um, yeah, no, we've got some fantastic facilities. Um, you've obviously seen outdoors and this uh, particular room was created on the uh, opening of the Paddle Club and we've got some brilliant technology to, to show you, um, to show you how good you really are. Now, you are the man who interfaces with all the customers who come here. They can be of varying abilities. So you're trying to keep your course in pristine shape. How do you manage the not-so-good golfers? We have a, a policy here where we ask you to be of a standard that you are at the level to play championship golf. Um, so now, most of our golfers that are coming on golf trips, uh, Americans, etc., they're playing all the rugged links golf courses. So it's great for them to come to a golf course like ours, which you've seen, there's no high rough, there's no big giant bunkers, it's much more forgiving off the tee. So although it's a championship golf course, our defence is the greens and the areas around it. Now, we're sitting in a quiet room, but on one wall is a massive screen. What's that all about? So this is our indoor golf simulator and we have uh, the top technology here. So we have TrackMan uh, technology here. So you can actually play the golf course that you've just seen outside along with other championship golf courses. And this is where we can do some lessons to improve your technique. Okay, I'm going to get you to hit five shots. Have you been on TrackMan before? No. Okay, five shots. And then I'm going to tell you where we're at and where we're going to get to. Okay. Now, so with these figures here just now, we have all the data you could ever want. And then the one that you hear on the TV all the time just now is, is ball speed and club head speed. So for a while in golf, the, the big thing has been the return of Tiger Woods. Um, Tiger Woods has a club head speed, probably in the region of 120 miles an hour and a ball speed of 180 miles an hour. I see something that looks a bit like a putting green over there. What is that? Is that high tech too? too? It is, yes. This is PupView. PupView is uh, the latest technology again. That, Although that looks flat, we can show you as we go on, there's actual undulations on that. We can hone your, your putting game on there. It'll also, we'll play a little game later on where you can actually improve and monitor your, your putting style. How personally will you prepare for the Ryder Cup in 2027? Um, I think we're, we had a great test run with the JP McManus Pro-Am. We're very lucky that we work with great partners in the uh, Ryder Cup and the European uh, DP World Tour. Um, and we have a, a great team here. So it'll, the great news is we've got more time than other venues. So we still have the best part of four years to get ready for it. Um, but yeah, no, we're looking forward. It was built with it in mind. I think that's an important thing. So if you go to the, the fibre optic under the golf course, if you're going to the space around the greens, the areas around the greens, 
it's been built with tournament golf in mind so hopefully we haven't left any stones unturned and we're pretty confident. And the last voice there, Andy McMahon, Director of Golf Operations and the Pedal Club. And we also heard from Alan McDonald, the Golf Course Superintendent. And we began with Brendan O'Connor, the General Manager of Adair Manor. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.